0: Right? You don't know what Amazon knows. And Amazon's not going to tell you direct what they know, but they're going to tell you indirect. Right? They're, they're going to tell us with seller policies and, and rules and fee structures what they want. They know what they want. They know exactly what they want. They know the fee structure they need to hit to make it attractive to the to the marketplace. You know, they, they change the fee structure on, on small and light items so that sellers will either raise their price or stop sending them in or start seller fulfilling. They know all this stuff. Uh, you know. It's like, I was watching this other video last night. They had a bunch of different examples, but it's like, you know, if you want to open up a fast food restaurant, you're like, well, where should we build it? Well, don't spend a lot of money doing research. Go build it next to McDonald's, right? Like McDonald's has already told you where the best place to have a fast food restaurant is. I want to open up a big retail store. Where should I build it? Oh, let's do market research. and like, What are the demographics in the population? No, go build next to Walmart. Walmart has already told you exactly where the best place to have a retail store is but like oh oh, that's too hard like, it's that it is that easy
1: <laughs> just piggyback right? so, on
0: the, the back of these uh, genius businesses yeah i mean and amazon's want, like encouraging us to do that they want our selection so they can offer it to their customers if Makes you sense. play if you understand the rules of the marketplace whether it's amazon ebay whatever it is if you understand the rules and then optimize yourself within those rules and say okay let me decipher the let me reverse engineer these rules. Let me hack these rules. What does Amazon want? What are they trying to get us to do? And then you do that, you will win. Now, if you if for a second you say, Oh, but what if I oh, maybe I can and you start trying to game the system, you will lose. It happens over and over. You might win short term, but you will lose long term because Amazon will come in and be like, Nope, that's. Good job, but that's not what the platform was about. So you're gonna get kicked off, or you're gonna get punished, or they're gonna take your royalties, or whatever it is.
1: You know, your respect
0: case. the platform, and and you'll win. That brings us
1: neatly uh, on to the next point I was going to explore, which is really um, obviously there are many ways of that are tried and tested amongst sellers uh, up to now, should we say? I mean, Amazon is going to be shifting the goalposts, probably pretty rapidly. Um, but there are sort of and tested methods for launching FBA products, for selecting FBA products. Whatever is there a, a similar process with Merch by Amazon? Do you have to? How do you do? Is it keyword search-driven? I mean, how do you select products, and then how do you uh, launch products? Those are the main questions that spring to mind.
0: Well, there's going to be several different ways that you can do it. I mean, a lot of people that I've been working with are relying on organic sales. Right? So they're, they're trying to make something that they think people are searching for. And there's a lot of ways you can hack. I mean, if you're, if you're talking you know, private label, there's a ton of ways to see what's already selling out there. Um, you can start typing in the, the address bar you know, letter by letter and seeing what auto-populates. Um, so if you put in, like, I love shirt, and you can like, start going, like, what, what are people searching for? And they'll search for a shirt that they love something. Or that same merch shirts example. You can put in I love in quotes, and you can see all the merch by Amazon shirts that people are, are buying, right? Basically in a, in a relevance order, you can see the sales ranks and say, you know what? Everybody's buying I Love Panda shirts. So I'm gonna make an I Love Panda shirt and I'm gonna compete, right? Now, I'm happy to put this here at the beginning the end. Don't copy. Absolutely do not copy, right? But there's nothing original in this world. Every private label product is like, oh, that's a good product. I'm gonna private label that. or that's a good product, but it needs to be in blue. So I'm gonna make it in blue. Like you're building off of something else. Now, some, the original might not like it, Um, but I mean, that's where we're all getting, you know, ideas and inspiration. So when you see a bunch of people, if you know, people are buying, I love Panda shirts and you want to get in that game, then get in the game and compete. That's all it is. It's not coming in and saying, Oh, you had like a monopoly on, on this type of shirt. That's crazy talk. If you make a crap shirt, no one's going to buy it. If you make a better shirt, people are going to buy it. That's all it is. Um, so you can do that and rely on the organic sales. The people are really going to win with merch are the people driving traffic. Uh, Um, and I try to explain it like this. If there's already demand for something, find out where that demand is and then go give them a product, go give them some supply, right? And it's, it's really, it's almost too easy to where I think people get overwhelmed. They're like, I want to do all of it, but you know, that's too big of a task. You know, you can take people who are interested in classic cars, right? The classic car people, they have, I don't know, there's probably a thousand classic car groups on Facebook, Right. And they'd be interested in a classic car shirt. Now, I don't know classic cars, but there's probably some sayings and some, some typical designs. And, 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 you know, and you could hire someone to like, make a little mock-up of a, of a classic car or Roadster or the you know, ones with the big tires on the back and all this stuff and make a shirt. And there's several different ways you go about trying to promote that shirt, going where the demand already is, the group, and saying, how do I get my, my shirt in front of this group? The super above board way, in my opinion, would be to go to the admin, which you can search on Facebook groups, show me who the admin is, contact them and say, hey, I would really like to give away five shirts to your group. Here's a link. You know, they can have whatever size, whatever whatever they want, be happy to send it to them. Um, and you can give them away, right? So the admin is like, hey, cool. I get to be like the good guy here. I get to give away some prizes. Um, they don't have to know. I mean, Merch by Amazon, I mean, I should have said this at the beginning, is completely anonymous, right? They ship from and are sold by Amazon. They don't know who it is. Not like selling where it's like, oh, it's a third party seller or or all this stuff. It's all by Amazon. So you could just post it and say, hey guys, here's a cool link. I just think that's a little deceitful, right? Because you're not being upfront that it's your link. But people can totally do that. And if the groups don't care, there's a lot of groups that promote a lot of stuff. Right. So Yeah, there are groups that do that.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's how
0: the group roles do it.
1: Just yeah. It it depends how you do it. I mean, I personally would go into my group because I want to keep it clean and it depends how much time and energy the admin is going to bother spending on it or a moderator. I would just remove anyone who just posts a link to something that's selling their own product as a matter of course. And I tell people that up front. But on the other hand, if somebody approaches me and I think it's a value to my group, I normally say, yeah, you know what? Thanks for approaching me. I appreciate the respect. No problem. Go ahead. So, I mean... That's all it is. One small bit of feedback a minute. I'm just one person. But yeah, that sounds like a good approach.
0: It's relationships, right? Even if it's a small relationship where they at least reach out and ask, hey, that's a big sign of respect because most people don't. Right? Exactly. So most people you.
1: don't and most people just kind of either bung a bunch of stuff you. you either get a group that's very, very spammy. So this is rather specific, but talking about Facebook groups, since I run, run one and a member of multiple ones, you either get a group that becomes very spammy and the members don't bother going there very much because it's just a bunch of spammy links. Or you get yeah. one where the, the admin or the moderators are in there removing crap, in which case you need to talk to them. So I, I would say in, you know, in either case, you might as well try and find a well curated group because their members will have better rapport with them. Let's show somebody who's got an email list or a podcast or whatever. I mean, the smart thing is to reach out to the person who already has the respect and, and the contact with hundreds, thousands of people and just say, right, great. I would like to talk to you first respectfully, and then they can do all the heavy lifting of endorsing you. you know?
0: Yeah, so everything we're saying applies to everybody that has an audience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're using Facebook groups as an example, but you can go to YouTube channels. You can find the people, you know, click on their, their channel link. Up the top, they usually have their Facebook, their Twitter, their Google+. Plus. You know, you can contact these people. Now, don't go to Katy Perry and Lady Gaga and be like, hey, can you... Prepare? It's not going to happen, right? But go to someone who's got 78,000 followers, right? And and find what they're, they're into, right? You could make their logo from their YouTube channel and say, hey, I put your logo on a shirt, and you don't have to put a public shirt. You can make an unlisted shirt or just send them a mock-up and say, hey, I made this shirt for you, and if you'd like... Uh, you know, to post it. I'll even share the royalties with you, right? Like, it's about getting creative with the platform that we have. Cause most people, they just want to keep doing what they're doing. They just want to keep running their group. They want to keep making YouTube videos that, that's what they want to do. They're not interested in, Oh, now I need to like make a merch account and tie my bank account to it. And all that. They don't, if you can give them an easy, simple way, they'll, they'll do it. So let's finish up the Facebook example. Cause it, you can do this for all, all, all types of people that have an audience. Uh, if it's the type of group where people post, Just post it. Um, If you got to talk to the admin, like find out what they need. If it's, hey, giving them something to give away to make them look good, great. If it's cold hard bribing them with cash saying, hey, I'd love to advertise in your group. Could I post this link for $100? I think people have severely underestimated advertising within Facebook groups Mm -hmm. with just straight up money. Yeah, Right? Like you're going to pay for an ad on Facebook? Yeah. Screw it. Just pay for a post in a group right? Like give away five shirts cost you a hundred dollars or give away a hundred dollars. It's the same thing. Right. And then the people that click out are going to, you know, hopefully buy your shirt if you got a good design and, uh, and you're going to make back more than, than what you spent on it. Or, and here's, this is the, the hardest one, but probably the one that would work the most join that community. If you actually know about classic cars, join that community, participate, ask questions, answer questions, help other people. And you're going to gain enough you know, reputation and rapport so that you can freely post. Right. Or people are going to be like, heck, yeah, I want to buy Chris Green's shirt. He's the man. He answers all my questions about carburetors and blinkers and stuff. Whatever it is, it's relationship. You can do that or, or you can do it any of the other ways. But I, if, if for everybody's listening right now, this is, this is probably the best secret that I got right now. This is like one of the actual secrets. You can send people straight to Amazon and hope they buy, right? And you're going to get absolutely zero traffic and, and stats and analytics and all that. But if you send them to a shirt or to a website first – and then to the Amazon page, you can then put an Amazon tracking pixel, on or a, a Facebook tracking pixel on that website, right? So even if you and you can even like auto forward it through if you want. Uh, so you, say you go to, you know, Michael'sAwesomeShirts.com/Camaro, and that's that either straight forwards to the Amazon page or they have to click through. But by going through that page with a Facebook tracking pixel, you now know that everybody on that pixel is into classic cars and now you can go and run a facebook ad against people who clearly are interested in classic cars not just people who clicked like on classic cars 10 years ago no 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 people who clicked out of a classic car group and now you can you can retarget them over and over and over again with all of your classic car stuff like that's that's an advertiser's dream that's better than searching twitter and then just talking to people right this is wait a minute i now have a list of people who are in classic car groups and willing to click out because they were interested in the t-shirt and I can retarget them. And when you're making $7.68 on every sale, that means you can spend seven dollars in advertising on every sale and you're still printing money. Right? Yeah. People forget about that. They're like, oh, I just want to make $7.68. Well, how about if you made $5.68 and spent $2 on advertising? Oh, I don't want to spend two dollars on shirt. I have to spend two dollars to get someone to buy my shirt. Like Dude, how do you think people print money? Like, <laughs> this yeah. is printing money. You can you can spend seven dollars and sixty-seven cents, and you're still going to be getting free money because Amazon's doing the work. You're not you're not stockpiling blank T-shirts and and, and sweating it up while you print them. Amazon does all the work. All you got to do is convert that Amazon product page. You have to get the traffic there and convert it. That's it. Fantastic. So the conversion is on the design. You have to have a good looking design. If your design is crap, it doesn't matter. And you gotta get the right traffic there. If you're advertising, you know, in 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 bunny lovers anonymous, right? The people who love bunnies and kittens and all that. You're advertising your Camaro shirts. It's not gonna work. I got all this traffic, but no one's buying. Yeah, you got the wrong traffic. Right? Get the right traffic with a converting product, and you're printing money. Um, We're getting we're getting a little high level here, so I don't wanna I don't wanna scare everybody away. You know, the the opportunity is in the fact that we have royalty generating. Amazon product pages with no cost, not private label, and yeah, these are my product pages, and I got brand registry, and I'm going to kick off anybody else who comes on here, and these are mine. And when they sell, I'm going to make money. But yeah, you got thousands of dollars invested in that merch. You don't, you have none, and and this is the big thing. You, you hit on it with the question of like, you know, what, you know, are there any other like types of products and all this stuff? There will be. This is the beginning. This is the ground floor. This is what people are going to be looking back. Remember when merch was only T-shirts? Yeah, man, that was crazy. And we're going to have all these other things, and and that's what we don't have time to get into. Create space, but create space is the merch of books. I have books. I have Kindle. They are royalty generating Amazon product pages. All I got to do is make quality content, converting stuff, converting shirt designs, converting uh, book content, converting covers, converting uh, you know content, and then get my traffic there. Either by sitting back and waiting on organic because I'm writing about stuff that is relevant that people are searching for on Amazon or by sending traffic. there, either, either paid or, or just finding relevant people on, on Twitter, search people on Twitter who are talking about FBA. Hey, that's great. Listen, it's, let's have a conversation. And you know what? If you click on my Twitter profile, it's going to take you straight to my, my arbitrage book on Amazon. People are like, Oh man, I'm talking to this guy who's got a published book. I, it, this is really is a topic for another thing because the, the amount of value I get by quote unquote being a published author even though I'm not a writer, you know I'm, I, I'm not an English major. I'm none of that. But simply because I have a book on Amazon, whether it has ever sold or not, gives you instant credibility instantly. Now my book sells, right? But even if it didn't, people will look at it and be like, Oh my goodness, Michael, I didn't know you had a book on Amazon. They're going to start treating you different. They're going to treat you like a, like a position of authority and knowledge. And they're going to listen to you. And when you say, yeah, and I got this great Udemy course, they're going to be like, Oh, I definitely want to take it from you. You're a published author. So it's, there's a lot going on yeah, with Amazon. Big, Did big, you big, see big, how to big tie big it all together? But it's, it's, the opportunities are, are amazing, incredible. And, and I hope people don't fall into – this is the problem I've seen lately. People fall into the narrative of, oh, I need to be successful on Amazon. I need to sell products. Or, man, everybody's talking private label, so i got to get into private label. And, and someone who is a, a natural writer is putting their writing on the shelf to try to do private label. When they have no business doing the label, it's, it's not their strength. It's not their passion, but they have no idea how easy it is to self-publish on Amazon. So that's why I like to teach people all these different ways so they can say, you know, oh, that's what I've been looking for. I've been waiting for T-shirts. I'm, you know, That's my thing. Like, I, I'm a Photoshop guy, and they, have, they don't know about it. So you tell them about it, and they're off to the races, and, and the private label guys are killing it, and the merch guys are killing it, and the space guys are killing it, and everybody's making money, having fun, and and they're not they're not trying to like follow this wrong narrative that that I'm partially responsible for right so for that I'm sorry but
1: very, yeah. very interesting what you're saying. I'm gonna, I, I, Yeah, I'm, I'm partly responsible for, you know, encouraging people and, and hopefully trying to guide people. Honestly, at least I'm not trying to sell them into overpriced courses that that are based on optimism and fresh air, you know, from, from two years ago and outdated models that don't work now. But it's true what you say. I'm more and more. I'm starting to say the words like maybe Amazon isn't the channel for you and maybe it is. But the point is people need to look at what they want to achieve, look at the landscape they're operating in you know the competition levels in private label now for example in the the states particularly and make a from the ground level up decision for themselves rather than just following the herd and exactly what you're saying you know think about who you are what your strengths are what your weaknesses are and match that up to what's out there and and create a synergy between you and a platform rather than just exactly like you said trying to funnel yourself down this narrow tunnel that just doesn't suit everyone. I mean, I, I say sometimes, you know, particularly when it comes to the capital requirements now, a private label, you know, just please don't go into this with like $500 to your name because I just don't think it's the right business model. Oh. But it sounds like merch with $500, you could actually make, you know, 100 designs.
0: You could kill it on, 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 on merch by Amazon with $100. And, and I want to also make one thing clear a lot of what we're talking about is Amazon. And you're like, well, what about, you know, what about, what about Teespring or eBay or, or all these other things? And guys, it's not that I love Amazon, as much as like currently I do, I buy a ton of stuff, and, and they send me checks every month, and it's great. The reason this works with Amazon is because that's where the customers are. The customers want crime-eligible stuff. And if you don't believe that, you just have to believe it, right? You might say, I, well, I'm not paying $2 more to get it Prime. That's fine. That's your personal choice. The number of people who are only, they search and filter out if it's not Prime. They go to Amazon first, not Google. They don't even think of going to Target or Walmart. I'm not going. To, are you kidding? I'll just go to Walmart, I'll go to Amazon. That's where the customers are. And everything that we've talked about is prime eligible and, and zero inventory, right? That's what makes this work. Now, if there's another platform where the customers are, then, then, Hey, I'm gonna go, I'm interested. I'm gonna go look over there. But the reason I'm interested in Amazon is because the customers are already there. I would, I would never teach anybody to do this if they had to drive traffic back to their own website. Right. And like, now we got to like retarget the people who made it to the checkout page. Like, that's not me. That's not my strength. There's people who are good at that, and that, that's fine. You can drive traffic all day long, and that's what they're based on. They're saying, all right, how much margin we got in this product, how much money we have to, to drive the traffic, and all this stuff. Yeah, that's great, but the conversion rate on an Amazon product page with a one-click checkout versus your random website where they had to get their credit card out and put it in, like, it, it's not even close. So if you struggle with understanding that part, Then you just have to believe it. All right. Because I'm there too. I'll admit the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes I made was not going to Amazon sooner. And I didn't because on eBay, price was king. I got my stuff so cheap. I was under the only reason I would buy and sell something is if I could undercut people and still make a profit. I would undercut like crazy. And I would start watching other sellers still make sales at $50 when I'm selling for $40. I was like, what is wrong with you guys? I'm selling for $40. Why are you guys paying $50? And I didn't realize how much price factored into the buying decision. If something's too low, people don't want to buy it. Like I do not recommend $10.96 for your shirts because I'm thinking a $10.96 shirt with free shipping is going to be a piece of crap, thin, fall apart, crappy print, fade in one wash shirt. That's what I expect from an $11 shirt. Now, if I spend $24 on a shirt, I'm expecting it to be really good. Same shirt, right? So I missed out on getting over to Amazon because I didn't believe that people were actually paying those prices. I didn't understand sales rank. So I don't, there's no Amazon completed listings. So I'm like, are we people really paying 80 bucks for this when they can get it from me on eBay for 40? Well, it's free to list, so I'll try it. And boom, they started selling. And I make way more money doing way less work selling on Amazon than I ever was on eBay. So I mean, I made that mistake. I had to learn the hard way, right? So learn, everybody listening, learn from my mistakes and believe that, wait a minute, this guy's right. Everybody wants to go to Amazon first. And, and here's the test, guys. Ask your friends and family. They all know about Amazon. Most of them probably know about Prime by now. So get it from them. You don't have to listen to me or Michael. Listen to listen to the real people out there who are like, yeah, I go to Amazon first. And if more people you talk to are going to Amazon first, then that's where you need to have your products if you want to sell products for, for a profit and make some money. Don't try to reinvent the wheel and be like, yeah, I'm going to get people to come to my michaelsawesomeshirts.net. They're not. They. I mean, I, I hope they do. <laughs> but... But I wouldn't bank on that versus sending to an Amazon product page like why make this more complicated than it needs to be
1: True. I mean, that's very very interesting what you say I think with the private label market there is now more and more a bit of a move to create your own website with the understanding Okay, your sales volume will be way less because yet as you said the conversion rates are going to be like a tenth that Amazon could get If it's well optimized. I mean, that's that's the dirty truth, right? But the upside is you have some kind of control over it and you're not just entering to a price war with a bunch of uh, Chinese private labelers now, but uh, with merch by Amazon, as you say. I mean, there's there's really, you know, I'm just looking at this, and like you said, it sounds too good to be true. But I'm I have to say I'm very excited about it. This is why I wanted to get you on because I thought, you know, how can this work? <laughs> it's so little money in upfront. There's such potential money to make. Um, Tell me just I don't want to keep you forever and a day, but I've got to try and get some detail out of this because it's just an incredible thing. First of all, how, how do you actually let's go through the nuts and bolts of if you take one design or say 10 designs, a manageable startup number, and how do you take that onto um, merch by Amazon? And what's a simple way of getting going? Because you, you mentioned some sophisticated Facebook
0: marketing techniques. Yeah, no, don't get into that. <laughs> that that's after you, know, you, get, you get your first uh, first few sales. You start you know, trying to do this fancy targeting stuff. Uh, but everybody's got a Facebook account, right? So, I mean, you can post your shirts out. And, uh, and the first thing I would do is get some feedback from people. What do you guys think of my designs? You know, tell people, this is my shirt. And be prepared for them to be honest, right? Because not everybody has an eye for design. I see people posting shirts all the time. What do you guys think? And my real reaction is, dude, that, that's awful. Like no one's going to buy that. Um, but so I want to help people and be honest at the same time without hurting their feelings. Uh, so, you know, you have to have designs that convert, which is why I tell people, go look at what's already selling, right? Because clearly that, that's what works. I mean, don't reinvent the wheel and think I have to come up with the, the, an original design that's never existed before. No, see what's selling and be like, wow, oh, there's a lot of like Trump and Hillary shirts. Oh, yeah, it's election season. I totally forgot. Now, what election <laughs> yeah. type shirts could I make? I mean, I was making. So I saw a funny. Uh, someone put a sign in their yard, um, and nobody had put it on. You know, it wasn't a trademark thing or anything. I'm like that, and it's in my Facebook news feed. And I'm like, that would make a great shirt. So I take it and I make it into a shirt. I don't just copy the image and upload it. You know, I'm okay with Photoshop. I can manipulate text and colors a little bit. Uh, so I make the shirt and I put it up and I sell a bunch. Now, was a Trump shirt, I did take it down because there's been like a little pushback on the political stuff. I don't want to get in trouble because I mean, Trump was a celebrity before he was a. Uh, uh, a politician. So I, I just didn't want to get into it. So I took them down, but I sold a ton of those. Um, but Jeez. if people are not paying attention to the news, they may not realize the election's going on. Uh, yeah. I mean like the whole Brexit thing, people were selling hashtag Brexit shirts, right? And then people in the, in the, in the States were getting all bent out of shape saying, uh, well, te- we're Texas and we're going to secede. So then they did the, the Texas exit shirt and people were selling those, right? And you're thinking well, who would ever buy those? And it doesn't matter it's the long tail of demand. You can only have five people in the world that want these shirts, and you can sell them and make five times eight bucks, make forty bucks, right? And maybe maybe more than five people are going to buy it. Maybe ten people, maybe twenty. Uh, but if you sell a hundred shirts, you know you're going to make almost eight hundred bucks. And and this is it's, I know I'm trying to give people too many ideas, cause I just, I just really get excited about this. Go to your local high schools. Go to your local soccer teams, right? Go to your local Boy Scouts that are doing fundraising. next fundraiser that comes and knocks on your door, say, look, here's what we need to do, kid. You give me the design for your your Boy Scout club. We're going to put on a shirt on Amazon. You're going to go door to door, and you're going to get on Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram. And I want everybody in your Boy Scout troop to be tweeting and posting this out and say, hey, everybody that buys our shirts, we're going to get five bucks donated. Right? Like, I'm much more likely to do that than to, than to donate to some kid who knocked on my door. I don't even know. At least to get out of it. You know, it's, you can do fundraisers, you can do, uh, you can do softball, you can do anything that you want with Merch by Amazon. You're, you've got access to the printer, basically, and you know your cost. So go sell it. Go, go use what you have. Go find that, that pizza joint who wants to have their, their t-shirts on their customers' backs, but they are not, they got, they got, you know, 800 square feet is all they got, and they're not going to use, like, a chunk of it to, to store t-shirts. So they put one t-shirt on the wall underneath with a link to Amazon, and it says, Wear our shirt on Tuesdays and get half-price appetizers. And people are like, yeah, I come here every Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, that, that's going to pay off. I'm going to actually make money wearing this shirt. And they buy the shirt, and, uh, and you get paid, or you kick back some to the restaurant owner, or you just do it for free, right? You do it for free for the restaurant owner. The restaurant owner's thrilled to finally have people wearing their T-shirts around town, and you get paid all the money on the back end. Like, you can set it up however you want. Uh, so it's about getting creative. Um, I, I could talk merch all day.
1: I like, I like the creativity of the approach. Actually, that's something that out in the sort of private label FBA thing, and I'm totally guilty of this. People end up doing it by the numbers because there's so much to deal with already. Whereas this one, the, the fulfillment and creation side is already taken care of. It, there's minimal financial outlay, so you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to communicate with the suppliers in Chinese or they're, they're struggling in a, in a second language. So you can actually take the time and mental energy to go right let's get creative on the marketing side because everything else is just done it's just yeah. <laughs> i'm That's... i'm getting very excited <laughs>
0: about this i, people I need yeah it self-aware. does sound quite amazing you have to know what you're good at right there are people who are good designers who don't realize this exists this is a dream come true for them there are marketers who are crap designers and they're like i can sell this but i need to get some good designs well, hook up with a designer let the designer design you market, and you guys split it you know, There are people who are like, I, and, and this is probably where I fall in, who would love to teach people and tell people about these things. And, yeah, I can understand how this works, and I can teach and tell everybody that will listen about this so that they can go and create their own businesses and, and be successful. Or, and I encourage people to do this, take what we're teaching you right now and go teach it to other people. Right? You can do exactly what we're doing. People will love you. People don't know about this, and they'll be very excited to hear about it. So you can be the messenger that tells them, Guys, Amazon's amazing. I, I found out all these things you can do on it. And you can become a quote-unquote guru or, or whatever it is. Uh, But is. You're simply helping people. We're, we're providing a value either with shirts or with information, uh, wh- whatever, wants to, whatever you want to do. But the thing is you have to understand what, what the platform is. And then we're like, okay, this makes sense. Now where do I fit into it? What do I want to do? Because don't fall in the same trap of, oh, I want to do merch because Michael and Chris talked about it. And it sounded so exciting. And you're not a designer. And then you try to become a designer. You'll ne- I mean, I don't want to say never, but it's very unlikely anybody who's not a designer and not kind of got an art background, depending on their age, is just going to become a designer. The, the smarter play would be to hook up with a designer, pay a designer, hire a designer, partner with a designer, and then you do what you're good at, which may be the marketing or the, the promotion or the networking or the relationship building. Like You have to know what you're good at so that you can do that part of the, of the equation. Right, And if you got no money or, or don't know where to get a designer, then yeah, you might have to you know, teach yourself Photoshop for a couple hours. Uh, it's not hard. But everything you don't know how to do now, you can learn how to do. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Everything yeah. you know how to do now, you didn't know how to do at one point.
1: No, exactly. And also, if you're going to do anything, it's going to take some effort and some learning curve. I mean, the learning curve for me, learning, uh, ordering, you know, importing from China was just colossal. And so many oh, people I, like, I doing mentoring now, and the people's, you know, I'm working with their minds are blown half the time. I'm moving way too fast to say, what does that stand for? What does that stand for? What is that? You know, and I have to go back to basics. There's so much to learn. So, whatever you do, you've got a learning curve. And, uh, as long as I accept that, I think you just need to get on with it. As you say, if you're not a designer, you need to be real about that. I mean, you could try it yourself. And as you say, get some feedback. I think that's a very important um, point you've made there, very, very important. Don't go out and put a lot of time and effort into something before you get some kind of feedback from some kind of marketplace, even if it's your friends and just say, look, is this shit or am I just kidding myself? You know. It's right. uh... so so Chris, can you tell us a little bit more? Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just, just try and wrap up with a couple of little snippets of details. Can, how do you actually, would you sort of do a launch in a way that, that mirrors an FBA private label product launch? Can you sort of do lots of giveaways? Are there ways of doing giveaways in order to get your star ranking up, that kind of thing? Um, and does ranking it work in a similar way with Merch by Amazon products to other private label products?
0: There's probably a lot of private label overlap that you, that you could do things that you're using to get your private label products going. Um, I mean, if you want to get, get it up in sales rank to where people are looking at it, you know, for so when people are searching and, they got, and you get competition, you want to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you want to have some recent sales. You want to get some reviews. You can certainly give them away. You can certainly buy them and, and put someone else's address on there. Um, you know, even if you buy your own, you can buy your own shirt. You know, that doesn't matter. Most of my, sh- I, mean, I bought tons of my own shirts, right? Like I'll make a shirt just one off, just that I want. Uh, you know, you can request feedback. I mean, if you want, I mean, you could send Amazon gift cards. Right, so you could either refund somebody, or just say, "Hey, here's an Amazon gift card for ten dollars and ninety six cents for this shirt." If you've got a Facebook group or any kind of audience, you can say, "Hey, enter the enter here, and uh, the prize is going to be one of my shirts." And you can either have them buy it and reimburse them, or or just buy it and send it to them uh, direct. Um, it comes back to kind of getting creative again, right? Like you could bundle. You you really could. I I thought of this. I haven't done it yet because I'm I'm not sure how many people would take the gift card over the shirt. Um, well, you don't have to put the gift card in. So if you've got a private label product uh, and you've got enough margin built into it, you could put in a little, so they get it and they open it up. It's like, you know, redeem this, email me and re- redeem this code or go to this website and redeem this code for your free t-shirt. And, and they redeem it and, and you send them a t-shirt by a uh, uh, gift card or, or just order it for them. But on the listing, you can say, you know, includes free t shirt uh, because you don't know what size and color, male or female, right? You have to say, have to redeem for your free t-shirt. And uh, they may not want the t-shirt. They may not want the $10 gift card. I don't know. But there's lots of different things you can do. Um, and I, I've touched on this a little bit, but I don't think people, I don't think we talked about how powerful it is. You can keep your shirts unlisted. So you can have a listing that doesn't show up in Amazon search, but anybody that knows can buy it. So you can make it kind of exclusive. Um, you can make shirts for like an organization that doesn't want to be on Amazon, but they want to have access to, to the platform. Um, I mean, there are a lot of nuances to it, but it's the same thing you're doing with private labels. You're getting a little creative, how we can get these products in people's hands. You know, how, how can we minimize the cost? Like what kind of margin do we have to play with? And, uh, it's the same thing for merch. So I would encourage people to look at the bundling aspect of merch by Amazon with their current products, the the people that buy your products. Are they the type of people that would wear a T-shirt? Would they wear a T-shirt with your brand on it, or are they the type of people who would wear like a funny pop culture reference type of T-shirt? And figure out what they want and give it to them. Don't over, don't overanalyze this thing, and don't assume people are going to wear your brand. Right? There's not a lot of people walking around with a Scam Power T-shirt on. They're just not. It's, it's we're not the type of company of people like yeah, I'm I'm repping Scam Power. I wish they were. Right, I would give them free T-shirts if they were, but but they're not, you know. I, and I'm am aware of that, uh, but people wear Coke T-shirts and and, and all that stuff. Um, but that bundling thing is crazy, and and we'll do a follow-up podcast on the create space, the self-publishing stuff, because that's the exact same thing. I can get a book printed, a 120-page book, full-color cover, glossy, barcode on the back, printed book, for two dollars and fifteen cents, and I can list that book on Amazon for nineteen ninety-five, right? But since it's my book, I can buy my own book for $2.15, and I can bundle it with my private label product and charge $10 more. But the value proposition to the customer is like, man, I'm getting this $20 book, and it's only $10 more. Sweet. And you want to get even, even more detailed, the front page of that book has my website and my email opt-in and a special offer and a coupon code. So I now have my promotional material legally within Amazon's rules and guidelines in the product uh, bundle on Amazon. This is the stuff you can do when you understand all the aspects of Amazon and how to tie them all together. Wow! Well, I know we're over, we're going over people's heads now, but it's pretty we'll do sophisticated
1: stuff. But it's it does show the power of what you can do when you start to um, link up these different sort of internal platforms of Amazon together. So the the FBA, the CreateSpace, Space, or, or Merch by Amazon. So. Uh, yeah, in a way, you know, I, I I either need to ask you about fifty detailed questions or just wrap it up because, yeah, that it's going to be the devil's going to be in the detail as it always is with these things. But I'm going to think I'm 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 looking at this thing and thinking it sounds too good to be true. Um, sooner or later it will be spotted by everyone and and then it will be too good to be true because the competition will be crazy. Um, have you got any kind of way of gauging competition when? You're going into a space like I don't know. I love pandas, for example. Is there any way you can kind of gauge competition and where you're likely to be? How many units you're likely to sell? Can you sort of predict any of this stuff?
0: Well, I mean, it's, you can track your own sales rank, and then you'll be able, now you can see the exact sales. Same thing you can do with private label. If you're the only seller, mm. you can decipher what sales ranks mean. Uh, you know, all the way down to the single unit. Uh, so you can do that with, with Merch by Amazon, but Merch by Amazon is a little different. And it's the same way private label is probably a little different from, you know, retail arbitrage where you're selling other people's products, right? So the, the pie is one size and the number of sellers that come in, they're fighting over pieces of that pie, private label. You just brought a new pie to the table and all the pieces are yours. So who cares with Merch by Amazon, the pie is growing every single time. Every time you upload a new product, the pie is getting bigger. Now you have to sell your pie, right? Like it, Maybe you uploaded some crap pie and nobody's going to buy it. Uh, but it's not that there's only so many shirt designs and you gotta, you got to fight over it. You know, the, the good designs will win. And that's why I encourage people to – and I'm, I've got a little bit of a guide coming out that's going to kind of show people how to start getting kind of a social following um, for two purposes so that you can post and get people to, to listen. And when you have a, a big enough following, you can see what's trending. So if if a bunch of people in your in your circle, your friends list, or your followers are talking about something, well, that's probably a good sign that it's trending. So then you can follow that trend without having to like do a lot of research yourself. Um, you know, are people going to come in on this? Of course. You know, will, will it get saturated? I don't think so, uh, because we're all in control. Uh, there's only so much room for I love pandas shirts, obviously. Uh, but the new things that are trending and popping up, and and you know, you can make new stuff as you go. And, you know, if you're providing value to people, uh, then they're going to buy your shirts. You know, you can send direct traffic. You know, I can go to people who are interested in Tony Robbins and advertise to all of his fans. I don't need Tony Robbins' permission to do that, right? I can just do that through Facebook. And you if they're into Tony Robbins, they're probably into motivational speeches, right? Um, okay. I can go find people who are who have liked, you know, like religious-type Facebook pages, and I can make Bible verses on shirts, and I can target people who are, who are responding to those inspirational, you know, messages like like on Facebook with a picture of the sunset on the beach? Like, oh, these types of people—that's the type of people I want to advertise to—and make those exact same sayings on a shirt and advertise. Like, it, it's all right there, uh, you know, for the people who who put in the effort. I, I think the biggest mistake I I, w- I could see people making over the next couple of years with merch is solely relying on organic. Um, I hundred, I 10,000% believe Amazon will reward the sellers who drive traffic, right? So a, a listing where the traffic's coming off of Amazon and checking out, Amazon's going to be like, this is the shirt that needs to be up in search. Like this is the complicated algorithmic search, all the stuff that goes around behind the scenes. Amazon's got to decide when someone searches, I love pandas, which shirts to show at the top. And just because you exist doesn't mean you get the right to be at the top. Amazon's computers are going to say, someone who's searching for this in this category we believe this is the best match for that customer, right? Now, if you are the best match for that customer because people keep buying it, leaving good reviews, the number of page views versus checkouts and conversions is, is higher than the other ones, then yeah, Amazon's going to put that up there. And that's going to give you a little bit, I don't want to say authority, that's not the right right word, but a buyer sees, okay, this one has the most reviews. It's, it's the number one search result. That gives them confidence that this, this shirt is going to give them what they want. So when they get it, they're not going to return it. It's going to be of good quality and all this stuff that's the that's the details people need to think about when they're making these shirts not just I'm going to throw everything up against the wall and hope something sticks like no don't rely on on organic only you know think think bigger than that how can i drive traffic how can i provide a good experience for the customer all that kind of stuff because if your actions kind of follow those principles then you're going to win and it's going to be more work but it's going to have some long-term success
1: makes sense yeah well i'm scribbling um so many notes for myself here and also i'm going to have my my hapless assistant who's going to be editing uh this and, and creating the show notes is going to be
0: <laughs> working hard here a lot in it, man. we have to do a, a follow-up
1: yeah yeah we definitely do but um so, Chris, as I said, I mean, there's, there's so many details I want to ask, but in a way, I just need to get in there. I, I'm, I just want to get in there and plunge into this thing now because you've excited me to the point where I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to take action within the next couple of days. I want to at least apply for the account and get on with it and what, what's there to lose. But um, Chris, it's been a revelation. I mean, this is a really exciting opportunity. As you said, I know one and I mix with a lot of Amazon sellers. When I, I, I I mentor people. I mix with them in the Facebook group. I talk to people on the podcast as, as interviewees. And I'm a member of, of some, some pretty good sort of insider groups. And there's only one person that I've ever heard talk about um, Merch by Amazon apart from you. So what you're saying about the ground floor thing is just got to be true because I've not on. heard it, any room, rumors or, or <laughs> nobody's whispered about it. Just like this guy that I spoke to said, Merch by Amazon said, what the hell is that? And he explained what it was. And then he mentioned to you and I said, great. I've got to get Chris on the podcast. <laughs> I want to know about this.
0: Yeah, people will be talking about this years from now. and. Uh... Everybody listening now can be like, yeah, I knew about it back then. So, I mean, get your account. That's step number one. Everybody listening, do not wait. There's no benefit to Michael or I if you do this now or never. It only benefits you. Go to merch.amazon.com. If you're watching late on a replay, maybe you can just get an account. Right now, you're going to have to request an invitation. So, get in line. There's no reason not to get in line now. The sooner you apply, the sooner you're going to get approved, the sooner you can start using this platform. Um, that's your litmus, litmus test. If you don't do it, then I don't know, maybe you're not serious about making money with merch. But do it right. Michael's doing it. He's already done it. Like, you think I haven't that, quite it, done it, it. I've
1: got to confess. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it now.
0: By the time you see it. By the time you see it, yeah, are like, buy now. <laughs> 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 like, buy now. <laughs> it, it's a 10 second process. right? Like, like Just apply and, and you're going to have to get in line. You know? But you know, we've got a Merch by Amazon Facebook group that, that's very active. I'm making all kinds of other merch uh, content um, uh, you know, it, it's crazy what can be done. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to add, you know, add in the show notes, I'd be happy to give your whole audience a, uh, a free code to my Udemy course. Uh, so I'll get that code over to you and, and you can put it in a, in an email or whatever it is. So guys contact Michael, if you want to get that code, um, join the Udemy course, it'll kind of walk you through, through video. I've been sitting here looking at me and Michael's face all the whole time. Uh, but the video has got a lot of, or the course has a lot of video demos, walking you through the process, explaining all the features of the dashboard and all that stuff. Uh, it's a short course. I want it to be short because you guys just need to understand the platform and get in and use it, not sit there for six hours and, and none of that, none of that under an hour, figure out everything you need to know about merch, then get in and start having some success. And as soon as you start having some success, message me, message Michael, jump in the groups and tell him you guys heard about it here on, on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, and we hope you guys are excited about it as, as we are.
1: Totally, yeah, I'm totally, in, and that's going to be my second action after signing up for the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, Chris, I will, I'll get that those details from you, and then yeah, if you're listening, um, if you want to go to the uh, show notes, which will be at www.amazingfba.com forward slash eight six That's episode eighty six. Then I'll, um, I can put some details there. But basically, just email me Michael at amazingfb.com and I'll, uh, you know, I'll send anything that Chris has to me over to you straight away. So, uh, Chris, the, that's the last question I have really, apart from saying thank you for opening our eyes to an amazing opportunity, um, is how do people get hold of you? You mentioned a Facebook group. Do you run a Facebook group that you, uh, uh, we have access to?
0: Yeah, we got a, a big Facebook group. It's closed, but you can just request to join. Everybody's welcome. It's called Merch Life. Or if you just search for merch by Amazon on Facebook, you're probably going to find it. But it's Facebook.com slash groups slash merch life or merchlife.com or merch.life. Uh all those will direct back to the uh to the Facebook group. Uh actually, merch.group, if you put that in as a as a website address, we'll go to that uh Facebook group. Uh if you want to contact me personally, I'm at chrisgreen.com or Facebook.com slash Chris. You can send a message through there and uh yeah, I'm, I'm all over the internet. You can find my books on Amazon. Uh, I pride myself in being authentic and transparent. Uh, that's one of the reasons I love having my content on Amazon. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, but my ratings on Amazon, I cannot edit. Right? So putting your reviews on someplace where you can edit, eh, I, don't, I don't get that, right? Because, of course, it's only going to be good reviews. On Amazon, anybody can say anything that they want, good or bad, and they can even do it anonymously. So if anybody has something bad to say, they, they can go on and I can't do anything about it. Uh, so I'd love being on Amazon for that reason. Another reason I love Amazon is because it, it, it helps people who are trans- transparent, authentic, and good. Good content is going to get good reviews on Amazon. There's no, no way around it. Uh, so as long as my reviews keep coming in good, I know I'm doing something right. My reviews start coming in bad. Hey, that's the good feedback that I need. So I, need, I know I need to get better. Because it ain't never personal. If someone gives me two stars, hey, maybe I earned two stars, which is only feedback that means I need to get better. It's not personal, it's, it's nothing like that. So uh, find me everywhere Amazon, Facebook, and, uh, and the internet. Uh, I'll be happy to help if you guys still have questions. And, uh, and we'll have to do another one of these. We'll have to get into some create space and, and do some merch updates
1: definitely we're going to definitely get you back on that because that sounds like a whole other universe of, of opportunity there but meantime chris many many thanks for sharing your expertise and your inspiration your creative thinking above all perhaps um, about merch by amazon and about amazon in general so um thank you so much for coming on yep you bet we'll talk soon see you talk guys soon.